Alright, what's going on you guys? My name is Justin, but you can call me J-Swag. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag. Appreciate you joining. Um, at this point, I feel like this should just be pay-per-view predictions with Swag, because that's all my episodes are turning out to be nowadays. I apologize. Um, just been very busy. Um, but I always want to make sure to get these episodes out because they're pretty easy to do uh, and they're fun for me to do. Um, <clears throat> and there's a pay-per-view once a month, so that's why they're coming up pretty regularly. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I promise there will be some new content coming out pretty soon. I will be recording, um, very soon after this comes out, I will be recording the first episode of the hunt for the greatest sports city of all time series. So that'll be coming out in like two weeks from whenever this, uh, comes out. And then, uh, I should be recording two other episodes within the next few weeks. So we should be good. Um, with some other content other than WWE predictions. So if you're not into that kind of stuff, I apologize. You can go ahead and just turn this episode off. But if you're here uh, for the predictions, then welcome. Uh, Fastlane 2019, Bay Bay. It's on uh, this Sunday, the, uh, let's see, 10th, I believe, of March. Um, yeah, so Fastlane, very... Uh, well known for being the pay-per-view that no one cares about that um has no real implications and is probably the least viewed or cared about pay-per-view of the entire year because it's in the build to the wrestle to WrestleMania cuz obviously in April we have WrestleMania so it's the last pay-per-view before then so there's not really going to be many changes um we're probably already in the midst of a lot of WrestleMania feuds and builds, so there's not really going to be anything changing or that many big storyline, you know, uh, changes or whatnot. So it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty bland vanilla pay-per-view. But that being said, I will potentially be watching it. I actually might not be able to watch it this time. But I nonetheless have my predictions for you guys, so we will go ahead and get into those as we do with every other uh, pay-per-view. So... <clears throat> With that being said, we will just kick right off with the kickoff match, uh, which is Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Um, first of all, I'm kind of bummed that this is a kickoff match, but um, it will be a great kickoff match. Although, to be fair, most of the pre-show slash kickoff matches are usually like the cruiserweights, um, and they're usually like recently they have been actually been really good matches. But um, this should be no different. This will be a great match. Obviously, it's Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. They've only put on, you know, grade A matches since Rey Mysterio came back to the WWE. Um, so this, I expect to be no different. Um, a lot of people, I think, are going with Andrade for this uh, just because I think, you know, he needs the win more to really establish himself and kind of put a, a stamp on this feud as he, you know, he kind of becomes the winner of the feud and they can move on. Um, but I honestly don't think it's done. Um, some people think that, you know, they will be moving on to different WrestleMania programs, but I honestly think that they're going to have a match in WrestleMania. It's just going to be another one-on-one -on -one match. And I think it's going to be great. Um, I would love for there to be a slight stipulation, you know, whether it be like, probably I think it would be best if they had a notice qualifications match, but, um, 
Uh, yeah, I digress. Um, but yeah, so I think this is going to be a great match. I think that Mysterio should win. So I'm gonna. My prediction is that Mysterio is going to win just because he hasn't really gotten that many wins in this rivalry so far in this feud. Um, and you know, Andrade definitely needs to come out of the feud the winner. But I don't think this is the last match. So I think um, to continue it on to WrestleMania, um, I think you know. Mysterio should pull out a gutsy win um, at Fastlane. It should be a great match. They'll both look good. And then I think WrestleMania is the blow-off match. Have it be no disqualification and really, you know, you know, have Andrade win and have that be kind of his, you know, the quote-unquote um, passing of the torch, so to speak, um, and really have... You know, Andrade look look strong and good coming out of that, um, getting his big WrestleMania win. Um, but yeah, I I think I think this feud should go until WrestleMania. So I think for that to happen, Mysterio should win. So I have Rey Mysterio winning that match. Um, next up is Oscar versus Mandy Rose for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I think Oscar's gonna win this one. I have her retaining. Um, I actually, yeah, I won't give, Never mind. Um, I think Mandy Rose is going to look really good. She's obviously gotten way better, um, and improved a lot in the ring, uh, since she first debuted a little while back. Um, but she has been looking really strong as of recently, you know, she pinned Asuka, I think it was two weeks ago on SmackDown. So obviously she has a lot of momentum behind her and her and Sonya Deville are getting kind of their own push together as well. Um, so I think this is going to be a good match, but I just, I don't, I don't think there's any way that they take the title off of Asuka, uh, this early into her reign. And I, I know she's had it now for a couple months, but I just think that with all the attention that's been going to the Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Ronda Rousey feud, um, Asuka and just the SmackDown women's championship in general has gone just totally under the radar. Um, so I just don't think it'd be fair to Asuka or makes sense to take the title off of her when no one's really caring and give it to someone like Mandy Rose at this point. I think Asuka should retain it. And then I think she'll probably end up facing Lacey Evans at WrestleMania. That's what um, <clears throat> a lot of the dirt sheets are saying. Um, and I think Asuka should then retain there as well. Uh, but then after that, they can kind of reestablish the title and give Asuka a, a good feud, um, you know, going out, out coming out of WrestleMania kind of into the new the new season, so to speak, of of WWE. But all that being said, I think Asuka's gonna win. I think this is gonna be a good match. I don't think it should be and I don't think it will be like a squash. Um I would be surprised if they put the title on Mandy Rose. Uh just because I think it's still a little early on in her career for her to be a champion. I think she still has a little more developing to do just overall. Um but her time is definitely coming. Um coming soon as a kind of main eventer. But yeah, I, th I have uh, Oscar retaining the title here. Um, next up on the card is Ricochet and Aleister Black versus The Revival versus Bobby Roode and Chad Gable for the Raw Men's Tag Team Championships. Um, I have The Revival retaining here as well just because when you look at who they're facing, it just doesn't make sense for either of the other teams to have the titles. I mean, uh, <clears throat> there's no way that Ricochet and Aleister Black should win them because they're not a tag team. They're two 
exquisite singles superstars, so they should not have tag team championships. They've never really teamed before in this kind of a situation, so it doesn't make sense for them to win either. Um, it's kind of frustrating how since they've been called up, they've been squashing all their matches, most of them against the Revival. Um, you know, it makes sense. You want to have these guys look strong right off the bat and coming out of the gate, especially establishing them with the WWE Universe and the people who aren't familiar with their NXT work. I get that, but just don't have them continually beating Sheamus and Cesaro and the Revival and pinning all of these tag team champions when they, you know... I would rather have them squashing, you know, Connor and Victor or, um, you know, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. And then once they've established that after doing that two or three weeks, then they can face off against a more established team like Rude and Gable or, you know, Sheamus and Cesaro if they don't have the titles. But they shouldn't be pinning the tag team champions on either team regularly for multiple weeks. So they should not be winning the titles. Um and I don't think they will because I don't think that they're going to continue as a tag team for much longer. I think that's just in the build up to WrestleMania, like when they'll probably all be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But I think it's just to establish them. So once they've kind of made their presence known, I think they'll be able to break off into singles action. Um, and then Rude and Gable, uh, I don't think should win them either because I just don't think they were good champions. I think they're really boring. I think as a team, they're really boring and bland. Um I'm just waiting for Bobby Roode to finally turn heel and, and, and turn on Gable and they can have a nice singles feud and then move on to better things. But I'm just sick of the WWE creative team putting single stars together to make up the tag division. Um, it's just, it's really frustrating and it's not, it's, I, I just, it doesn't work for me. Um, so I don't think Roode and Gable should win just because, you know, again, I don't think they were very good champions. Um, I don't think a lot of people really like them as a team to begin with. It's so hard to tell too if like their baby faces or heels. So it's like, and it's not like they're tweeners where like you want to cheer for them because they're like, you know, like a Stone Cold Steve Austin who's like a baby face, but like he's, you know, kind of like a BA and like kind of breaks the rules. Like they're just kind of in between. And so you don't really know what to do. So you just don't really react to them. So I think the Revival are a great team. I think they're the best team out of all of these three. I think. They should get back to their winning ways because they've been losing a bunch recently since pretty much winning the titles. But I think they should retain here um, and they should look strong going into WrestleMania because, first of all, they need that to be credible champions and to keep their reputation now as champions. But also, if the WWE want or have any chance in keeping them, you know, past their contracts, um, then they need to, like, make them look good and give them a reason to stick around or else they'll be, you know, released from their contracts, ask for their release, and then they'll be on their way there to AEW for sure. Um, so, yeah, I have the Revival retaining their championships. Uh, next on the card is Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax and Tamina. Um, I have Bailey and Sasha Banks retaining here as well. Uh, they just won the belt at the last pay-per-view elimination chamber less than a month ago. So there, it just makes no sense, obviously to take them off of them so soon. Um, you know, Naya and Tamina are detestable. And I think more in just that they're heels. I think people legitimately just don't like them. People have never liked a Tamina, but people really don't like Naya anymore. Um, ever since the whole Becky Lynch thing. So 
it just doesn't make sense to put the titles on them to begin with, but especially taking them off of Bailey and Sasha Banks so early on into their reign and being the first champions ever. Um, you know, a lot there's a lot of speculation that eventually either Banks or Bailey will turn on the other and we'll finally get that singles feud on the main roster. Um, and I think if that is going to happen, I think that should happen at WrestleMania. I know a lot of people think that should be a WrestleMania match, but the WWE have screwed the timing up of that feud so much already that that's just kind of shot. So I think if you're going to have a big profile, you know, breakdown of a team um, and friendship and have someone turning heel, it should happen at WrestleMania then. And then, you know, we can get the feud and then have the blow off at like SummerSlam, something like that, maybe another Iron Woman match, something like that. But either way, I think it's way too early to take the titles off of Sasha and Bailey either way. So I have them retaining their titles as well. Um, Next up on the card is the Usos versus Shane and Miz um, for the SmackDown women or SmackDown men's tag team championships. Um, I have the Usos retaining here as well. Uh, if you couldn't tell, spoiler alert, I don't have any title changes on this card. Um, because now that the Usos have the titles, obviously that was the main thing people were waiting for was for Miz and Shane to lose the title so that Miz could eventually turn on Shane and we can have that feud. Um, a lot of people thought that that would happen, like both of those things would happen at Fastlane, myself included, but they lost the championships at Elimination Chamber. So then, you know, it's in Cleveland too, so a lot of people think that's Miz's hometown, so a lot of people think this is when we'll get the big turn. Um, but obviously the Usos retain here because it makes no sense to put the titles back on Shane and Miz because they were never good champions to begin with. Uh, the Usos are just much better of a team and they can put on much better matches. Um, you know, it's the only logical move here um, so that Miz and Shane can move on to their feud. Um, the only question really is when the turn will happen and who it will be um, because originally I think the plan was for Shane McMahon to turn heel a while ago before this feud even happened. Um, but that might change now and they might have Miz turn back to being heel and then have that, um, you know, have that match at WrestleMania. Um, which I just, I do think makes more sense. Um, I mean, you could try to ride out this whole Miz babyface thing, because it is working a lot better than his first babyface run, but it's just I, I think a lot of people just don't care about this feud to begin with. So I think it makes more sense in the long term to just keep Miz where he was as a good heel, especially just because there's not a lot of room in the babyface section of SmackDown Live. Um, it makes more sense for him to be heel because then he could also move up to the. Um, main event scene as well move from the mid card but either way yeah Usos are retaining and then I think Miz is going to turn on Shane um and then we'll get that one-on-one match at Wrestlemania um next up is Charlotte versus Becky Lynch um basically if Charlotte wins then it's just going to be her versus Ronda Rousey at Wrestlemania but if Becky Lynch wins then it'll be Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship at Wrestlemania um <clears throat> obviously Becky is going to win uh because I think everyone just has known for so long now that the plan was going to be Becky Lynch to face Ronda Rousey 
uh, for the championship at WrestleMania and then have that be in the main event. Um, so it obviously makes no sense for Becky Lynch not to be a part of that match, especially because she is the rightful winner because she, or the rightful challenger because she won the the women's Royal rumble. So it just makes literally no sense for her to just not be a part of the match at all. Um, so yeah, I think this is going to be like a, a, a good, I think it's going to be, it's going to look like a squash match um, for Charlotte, but then Becky Lynch is going to have a gutsy, you know, fight from underneath, come from behind win. Um, and I think that will make the ending of the match better and the build and um, yeah, the build for the WrestleMania match will be even better. Um, there's a potential for Rousey to get involved at the end, either to interfere or to um, just make her presence known after the match is over. I think she should not do that. I think they shouldn't have her do that. I think Ronda should just not show up at all at this pay-per-view. Um, because we just need this to be kind of this match and let Charlotte and Becky, you know, work this out um, kind of thing. Because Ronda just doesn't need to be involved. Because I think that'll just kind of sour the, you know, the triumphant feeling of Becky getting back into the, the championship match. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's almost a no brainer that Becky Lynch is going to win here. Cause if they have her lose, I mean, everyone knows that she's going to be in the match. So if they don't have her win here, it's just going to be really hard to believe how they write her back into the match in the next you know month, three weeks, um, in the build to WrestleMania. So yeah, Becky Lynch winning that. Um, uh, and then the next match is The Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Um, the Shield reforming um, on Monday Night Raw this past week because Roman Reigns is finally back, which I haven't had a chance to say anything about that or comment about that at all um, since he has returned. But that's just excellent news. It's so great to see him back um, and that you know his leukemia is in remission. That's just great news. Um, and he seems to have a whole different perspective on just wrestling and, 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 you know, his career, um, in the WWE in general. Um, and so I think it's great as well. I think they've handled his character really well too, since he returned with not having him want anything to do with Seth Rollins or the universal championship match and just being like, yeah, you go get it. You win that title. Like that's all yours. Um, you know, I just want a shield match. I just want to do everything I want to and have fun, you know, cause every day is a gift, whatever. I think that's a great character for him and it's a great outlook. Um, so that being said, the shield, um, is back together for potentially one more match because in kayfabe in the WWE and in real life, no one has no idea if Drew um, if Dean Ambrose, excuse me, is going to be re-signing with WWE or leaving because for those unaware, a few months ago, Dean publicly said that he was not going to re-sign with WWE once his contract ran up after WrestleMania. Um, and then WWE in a shock move publicly stated this and announced it a couple months ago. Um, and then just recently even, you know, superstars like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns have addressed it in the ring on TV. You know, and that's why Reigns wanted this shield match. Cause he was like, I have no idea, you know, if, 
if Ambrose is leaving. So I want to get the band back together for one more show. Um, so it's all, you know, up for debate. I think this is probably one of the least straightforward matches because initially I had written down that the shield will obviously win this. Um, but the more I've thought about it since I kind of wrote down my predictions, the less I believe that, um, simply just because if they're treating it <clears throat> as if Dean is leaving after WrestleMania, he and Reigns still need WrestleMania matches. At this point, I believe the plan, unfortunately, is for Roman Reigns to face Baron Corbin in a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, which would be the biggest snooze fest in the world. Um, such a terrible WrestleMania match for Roman Reigns to come back to. Um, but if that's the case, then I would assume probably Dean Ambrose will face Elias at WrestleMania in another bland match that no one's really going to care about. But there obviously is also speculation that they will maybe have uh, Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, just be, you know, again in case Ambrose is leaving. But you know, it's just because then if Ambrose does end up staying, then it's like, do you want the Shield to stick together, or should they still break up after this kind of pay per view and have this be their last hurrah? Um, it's just really hard to tell, um, which is good. I, I like, you know, having no clue what could happen and where superstars are going and what they're doing, what their plan is. So I'm still going to go with the Shield winning this because I'm just assuming that Ambrose is still leaving after WrestleMania. And so I think they want one more feel-good moment, um, have the Shield get their last win together as a team, and then Ambrose will probably just ride off into the sunset and you know, job out to Elias at WrestleMania and then be on his way to AEW. Um, and Reigns will have that snooze fest, um, with Baron Corbin at WrestleMania, but that's what I think is going to happen. So I have the shield winning. Um, and I know that a lot of people will say that they don't need the win and they don't because Rollins, you know, I mean, they'll probably have Dean take the pin if they do lose. So Rollins, you know, can eat that loss because he's still facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the universal championship and will most likely win it. Um, and Reigns is still going to be riding high just from coming back and having all that momentum with him. Um, and the three heels definitely need as much momentum as they can get, uh, just because they've all kind of been treading water recently, especially since Lashley lost the intercontinental championship. Um, and Drew McIntyre's kind of just been floating around, honestly, for a while, uh, which is really unfortunate because he should definitely be involved in the main in main event picture. Um, and Baron Corbin is just going to stick where he has been for the rest of his career. He's just, I don't think he's going to go up or down, um, unfortunately. But that all being said, I think the Shield is going to win, but I'm feeling very 50-50 on this, so I wouldn't be surprised if they have Dean Ambrose eat the loss for this. Um, but yeah, and then the last match on the card, the main event, is... Daniel Bryan against Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. And I have Daniel Bryan retaining um, because, again, it just at this point in the story, it doesn't make sense for Bryan to lose the title because all signs are pointing towards Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania for the title, um, which is what everyone wants to see. It's just this is really unfortunate for Kevin Owens because he's definitely supposed to come back as a babyface. Everyone was waiting for him to come back. They've been 
dying for him to come back and they just had him come in at the wrong time in the wrong feud because if this happened four months down the line after all this Kofi stuff blows over, he would be, you know, so he would, it would just be so great and he would be getting cheered so loudly and so heavily because people have been dying for him to be a babyface for a while and they've been waiting for him to return. But they just come in, insert him right in the title picture and take Kofi out, which just, I know it's like because they want to save the Kofi match for WrestleMania, but it's just like, ugh, it's just kind of killing any of Kevin Owens' momentum that he could have had coming back to the WWE, uh, which is unfortunate for him, but obviously the payoff for Kofi will be great because he'll have this really big, um, you know, defining WrestleMania match that he's been owed um, in his entire career, so that'll be great. But either way, I think it makes sense for Daniel Bryan to retain here, keep it to till WrestleMania. Maybe they even have it be a triple threat and have Kevin Owens in that match as well. But either way, um, I think Daniel Bryan's retaining and having a great match at WrestleMania. And if he's going to lose the title, it'll probably be at WrestleMania, regardless of who it is to. Um, but yeah, so I have zero title changes, um, which I think is pretty typical for Fastlane. But I said that last time for Elimination Chamber, and there's like three title changes. So who knows? Um, but yeah, so those are my predictions. Um, if you're going to be watching, or even if you're not, let me know what your predictions are. If you think any of mine are way off base, or if you agree with them or not. Um, let me know who you think is going to win all these different matches. Let me know if you'll be watching. Um, make sure you are tuned in on all of the social medias for this podcast. Um, Instagram is sports talk with swag. Twitter is at STWS cast. Facebook is facebook.com backslash sports talk with swag. Um, so make sure you're following all those. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes to the podcast, leave a rating. Um, you can also listen on Spotify and Stitcher and, um, you know, Anywhere you can, any app or website you can listen to podcasts, you will find this show. Um, and yeah, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening and uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.